can accomplish anything. Oh, Marty! Marty, here's your keys. You're all waxed up, ready for tonight. Keys? What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, breaking copyright infringement laws as we speak. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and still over on Facebook for the time being, Dennis M. Roy over there. How is everybody doing? It is Monday, February 7th, 2022. This is the episode that I have termed the Back to the Future episode. Taking a look back through the target spreadsheet, seeing how the players performed uh, over the last few weeks. We're going to take a look at uh, snap charts or snap snap count statistics, I should say, um, and just kind of get a gauge on some of the uh, players that are going to be, you know, in our lineups this weekend for the Super Bowl. Super Bowl Fifty Six, by the way. Um, I am tired as fuck. If I fall asleep, just let me go. This will automatically turn off in three hours. And if it turns into a three-hour episode, (laughs) so goddamn be it. 
That's what you call content, my friends. Oh, my God. Any which way. So we're going to start with the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, when we look at snap counts, of course, we're not going to look at the quarterbacks, uh, but we will look at the running backs, the wide receivers, tight ends. Uh, that will be involved uh, this upcoming Sunday. So, like I said, we're going to start with Cincinnati Bengals. We're going to start with Joe Burrow. Uh, basically take a look at how they ended the se- the regular season and what they're doing in the playoffs. Uh, seems to be the best way to kind of look at it. And then we're going to gauge, uh, kind of, you know, take a look at those stats, uh, do the snap counts, <clears throat> see, you know, because we have to find value. Uh, so, you know, we talked about Samaj P. Ryan yesterday, you know, is he a good play? Is he not? Did he get lucky in the last game? Um, we're going to take a look all the way from the wild card through the conference championships, um, with these guys, but we're going to take a look at the stats first, and then we're going to go to the snap counts, uh, starting from the wild card, the divisional, and then the conference championships. So. Let's go here. We got Joe Burrow last uh, last couple games before the end of the regular season uh, versus Baltimore in Week 16 was 37 to 46 for 525, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Had two rushing attempts for 11 yards. We all know what happened with the Baltimore secondary. It went to complete shit. Uh, that was a very big week to hit. Uh, we went with Bengals in this one. Uh, the next game was the Kansas City. Uh, Chiefs game uh, before the rematch in the playoffs. 34-31 win. 30 for 39, 446 yards and four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Uh, Five rushing attempts for 10 yards, good for a 2.0 average. Now, in the playoffs versus Las Vegas in the wild card round was 24-34 for 244, two touchdowns and zero interceptions. Uh, Two rushes for negative two yards, of course, those are kneel downs. Um, so we look at the points in that one. He would have had, if you do it at 25, you know, a point per 25, you're looking at four, eight, uh, almost 10 points there, plus the two touchdowns, which were four points apiece. Uh, so you're looking at almost, you know, just under 18 points in that game. At Tennessee, 19 to 16 win, uh, was 28 of 37 for 348, no touchdowns, one interception. Two rushes for five yards. Basically, without the DK bonus, I mean, you're looking at four, eight, twelve, 12, uh, almost 14 points on that one, minus the interception. So take two off. Well, actually, I think you just take one off and take one off for DFS. So it was about 13 points. Not very great. And then at Kansas City, the 27 to 24 win in the conference championships. Uh, 23 of 38 for 250, two touchdowns, one interception, five rushes for 25 yards. So had four, eight, ten, uh, plus eight for the two touchdowns. So 18, 17, uh, 19 and a half for the rushing. So 19 and a half, not too bad. Nice little bounce back from the Tennessee game. And while he had the bounce back, the real question is whether or not he can outperform Murray, uh, Brady, and Garoppolo uh, from the last three weeks against this Rams defense. I have my skepticisms on it, um, but well, still going to play that one by ear. I think 
I think the betting the betting totals, the prop bets are really going to kind of put a light to what's expected um, out of these players uh, this weekend. So um, I'm still not sold on using Joe Burrow, uh, even though I would plan on Cincinnati actually playing from behind. I just don't know. It's it, for me right now. I just don't know. I, I don't really care much for both quarterbacks actually, with the way that the defenses have been playing. But um, oh, we're gonna actually have to go back and look at the defenses the last three weeks because I don't keep those statistics on hand. But uh, we're gonna move on to the running backs. So we look at Joe Mixon uh, last couple weeks before the playoffs. Uh, week sixteen, Baltimore, eighteen for sixty-five. On the ground, 3.61 average and a touchdown. Also caught all six of his targets for 70 yards and a touchdown. Very good. Had a 13% target percentage uh, for that game. Next game against Kansas City was 12 of 46 for a 3.83 average. Uh, caught seven of eight targets for 40 yards. 20% target rate. So not too shabby there as well. Uh, but then we get into the playoffs, the wild card round. He was 17-48 for a 2.82 average. Uh, that was against a Raiders defense that he should have had a little bit of an advantage against. Uh, caught four or five targets for 28 yards. Divisional round, 14 for 54 on the ground for a 3.86 average and a touchdown. Uh, caught six of seven targets for 51 yards, 19% target share. And then the conference championship had 21 carries for 88 yards. This was his best game. Uh, yards per carry average since about middle of the season. Um, 21-88 for a 4.19 average. Uh, caught all three of his targets for 27 yards and 8% target share. Now we look at Samaje Pirine. That's the only other guy that I'm going to I'm willing to take a look at. Um, unless Pirine gets injured, then maybe I would consider Chris Evans. But week 16, he had no rushes. Uh, but caught two of his targets for six yards, 4% target share. Week 17, he had one rushing attempt for four yards and then caught his lone target for 10 yards. So that was a 3% target share. Did not play in 18. Uh, wild card round, he had one carry for two yards and then had no targets in that game. Divisional round, no carries. Uh, caught one of two targets for four yards. And then the conference championship had no carries yet again, but had three caught three of four targets for 43 yards and a touchdown. The big one was, you know, the touchdown, which was basically almost 40 yards. That was an 11% target share. Now, if we look at this, they were never behind in Baltimore. They were behind in Kansas City. Um, but they still looked at Joe Mixon versus uh, Samasi P. Ryan. Uh, Vegas, they were ahead, so there was no need for him for P. Ryan there uh, against Tennessee. That game stayed relatively close, even though they were playing, I think, if I remember correctly, a little bit from behind. Um, but still, didn't get anything. It was primarily Joe Mixon. And then the conference championship, uh, they did play from behind. And then P. Ryan was involved on there. So is there a pattern in here? I don't know. They weren't really behind it against San Francisco. They lost to the Chargers, so they were playing from way behind there. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, P. Ryan's really kind of a shot in the dark. If you go back and look. Uh, the next really good game in the receiving department and in the carry department was week five, and that was against Green Bay. And that's where he had he had 11 rushes for 59 yards and then caught four or five targets for 24 yards and a touchdown. So, uh, well, week seven wasn't too bad either. What, who did they play in that one? Ah, uh, Baltimore. That's when they stomped the shit out of Baltimore, though. That put P. Ryan on the field a little bit more. So he had 11 of 82 on, on the ground and a touchdown. Then caught his lone target for 23 yards. I don't expect that in this one. So let's see here. Move on to the wide receivers. Uh, let's see, the last two weeks, uh, we're not going to include week 18. Even though Jamar Chase was on the field for that one, we didn't have T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. So uh, week 16, Jamar Chase caught 7 of 10 targets for 125. Week 17 caught 11 of 12 targets for 266 and 3. That was a big one against Kansas City. Uh, caught 2 of 4 targets in week 18 for 26. Blah, we'll throw that one out the window. Uh, wild card round, he caught 9 of 12 targets for 116. Also had 3 rushes for 23. Division round had 5 receptions on 6 targets for 109. 1 carry for 2 yards on the ground. And then the conference championship, he caught six of nine targets, uh, 54 yards, and a touchdown. His target percentages in those last three games, 35%, 16, and 24. Moved to T. Higgins. Week 16, he caught 12 of 13 targets for 194 and 2. Week 17, he caught three of five targets for 62 yards. And then moving on to the playoffs, wild card round. Oof. Caught one of four targets for 10 yards. Uh, divisional round, caught seven of nine targets for 96. And then in the conference championship, caught six of 10 targets for 103. Target percentage in there was 12, 12 uh, 24%, and 26%. So he steadily climbed up. Conference championship, remember, he was running the routes that were meant for uh, CJ Uzoma, who is who has said that uh, this was today, has said that he considers himself day-to-day and is planning on playing in the Super Bowl. So uh, we need to pay attention to that. Uh, Tyler Boyd, week 16, caught three of five targets for 85 yards and a touchdown. Week 17, caught four of six targets for 36 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Wild card round, caught four or five targets for 26 yards and a touchdown. Had one rush for three yards. That was the one with the whistle blow. Uh, divisional round caught two of three targets for 17. And then in the conference championships caught four of six targets for 19 yards. His target percentage, 15, 8, and 16. So a little bit of a wave in there. Um, his last really good game as far as target percentage was week 15. He had a 27% target share. And that one, I think that's the Denver game. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Um, let's see who led in target percentage all year. I'm kind of curious on that. Uh, season totals: it was Jamar Chase twenty three percent, Higgins twenty, and Tyler Boyd seventeen percent. So, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. 
Jamar Chase had the target percent, 26% led in week one. T. Higgins, 33% in week two. Uh, Tyler Boyd, 33% in week three. This is the Higgins in two-week injury. Um, Tyler Boyd, again, 34%. And there, uh, let's see, Chase in week five at 26%. Uh, Higgins and Chase both tied in week six. Uh, but Chase had the better statistics. Uh, week seven, it was T. Higgins with 39% of the target shares. Uh, Jamar Chase barely edged out Tyler Boyd in week eight at 26% versus 24. Um, week nine, 31% for Jamar Chase. We have the bye week. Week 11, Tyler Boyd led with 28% in the target share. Uh, Chase got the touchdown there. T. Higgins led in week 12, 32%. Week 13, 35%. Uh, week 14, Chase just outdid Higgins, 24% to 21%. Week 15 was Tyler Boyd at 27%. Week 16, Higgins, uh, that was Higgins' big week, 28% uh, to 22 for Chase. And then week 17, which was Chase's big week, 30%. So then in the playoffs, wild card round, it was 35% for uh, Jamar Chase. Divisional round, Higgins at 24%. And then in the conference championships, Higgins was 26%. Uh, edging Jamar Chase's uh, 24% in target share. See, the nice part about these guys, as far as the Bengals are concerned, is they're really utilizing the three wide receivers and nobody else at wide receiver. Uh, so I'm not really worried about anybody else coming, you know, being this fucking dark horse. Um, so, I mean, now we look at C.J. Uzoma. We're not going to look at Drew Sample. Fuck Drew Sample. Even if I, I, even if Uzoma's out, I don't know if I can use Drew Sample. Uh, because Drew Sample on the year uh, had 11 receptions on 15 targets for 81 yards on the entire year. Um, so C.J. Uzoma, the last couple weeks of the regular season uh, that he played, he caught five of seven targets for 36 yards in week 16, uh, had a 15% target share. Uh, week 17 caught four of six targets for 32 yards for a 15%. Then we moved to the playoffs, the wild card round. Uh, caught all six of his targets for 64 yards and a touchdown. That was 18% target share. Divisional round caught seven of eight targets for 71 yards, no touchdowns, 22%. And then uh, conference championships, he got hurt. He was targeted twice, didn't have any receptions. Uh, so it was 5%. So. They were really trying to utilize Uzoma. Um, basically, the last full, you know, last full four weeks that he played. And if I go back since, let's go back since the break, since their bye week. So coming into week 11, three targets, three targets, six targets, six targets, four, seven, six. He did not play in week 18, and then wild card six, eight, and then the two. 
Um, like I said, the, a lot of those went to T. Higgins on there. So they're trying to get Uzoma involved. We have taken a look at the tight end thing. If C.J. Uzoma is good to go, uh, we definitely have to consider him as an option, and he might be the better pay-down option uh, than, say, Samaj P. Ryan because Uzoma, 7,500, 16, and 4,400. Samaj P. Ryan, 7,011 and 2,400. So he will pay up a little bit more. Not too much, though, over on FanDuel. Um, I think that 2000 extra dollars over on DK is negotiable. That 5 though, on Yahoo is going to be tricky, I think. That might strap us a little bit if we're going to go Cooper Cup. Um, we will have to take a look at that. But uh, let's switch over to the LA Rams. Let's take a look at their guys. Uh, last couple of weeks, so we'll do 17 and 18 here because they were fighting for uh, first place in the division, trying to see if they could possibly get the bye week. Uh, didn't happen, so week 17 is going to be at Baltimore. Week 18 will be versus San Francisco. And then, of course, the wildcard round was Arizona, Tampa Bay in the divisional round, and San Francisco again in the conference championship. So we look at Matthew Stafford. Week 17, starting at week 17, 26 of 35 for 309, two touchdowns, two interceptions, one rushing attempt for minus one yard, of course, the kneel down, but did lose a fumble. Versus San Francisco, now that was a three point loss, 21 of 32, they were leading that game too. Uh, 21 of 32, 238 yards, three touchdowns, two INTs there, had no rushing attempts. Uh, versus Arizona in the wild card round, 13 to 17 for 202, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Also had six rushing attempts for 22 yards and a touchdown there. Uh, so, in reality, if you look, if you look here, um, so 17 weeks right of the regular season. This is before we get into Tampa and San Francisco. Uh, he had 32 rushing attempts that whole season. For the playoffs, he had 15. He's had close to almost 50% of his rushing attempts just in the playoffs alone. So Tampa Bay, 28 of 38, 366 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Also had four rushing attempts, four six yards, and a touchdown. He had no rushing touchdowns on the year, has two in the playoffs. San Francisco in the conference championship, 31 of 45 for 337, two touchdowns and a pick. Also had five rushing attempts for eight yards. So this is really, really curious. So he started running a lot more in the playoffs. Now, if we look at Cincy's defense. Okay, so Derek Carr had one rush for 20 yards. Tannehill had three rushes for 12. Mahomes, three for 19. So they've kept them kind of bottled up. Uh, but that might come in handy at the goal line. So Matthew Stafford, I have some interest if that means he's going to start running a little bit more. Um, running backs. Now, we talked about Daryl Henderson. Could be back. I think he's only back if Cam Akers is out for the Super Bowl, um, which I'm not expecting to have happen. So Daryl Henderson, even though he's in, probably is going to be out. Uh, 
Um, so let's take a look here. So week 17 again, we're looking at Sony Michelle here, just in case Cam Akers sits. Sony Michelle would be the main running back. Uh, had 19 rushes for 74 yards, good for a 3.89 average and a touchdown. Also caught three of five targets for 25 yards. That was a 14% target share. Week 18, 21 carries for 43 yards, 2.05 average. Uh, caught one of four targets for six yards. That was a 13% target share. Oof. In the wild card round, uh, Cam Akers had you know the majority of most of the carries here. Actually, no. Actually, they're pretty split outside of divisional rounds. So wild card round. This is against Arizona. 13 rushes for 58 yards, good for a 4.46 uh, average. No targets in the game. Divisional round had one carry for four yards. Uh, caught two. Uh, caught both of his targets uh, for minus four yards. And then uh, conference championships had 10 rushes for 16 yards, 1.6 average. Uh, caught uh, one of two targets for minus four yards. Five uh, percent target share in divisional round. Four uh, percent target share in the conference championship. Cam Akers came back in week 18. Let's see how well he did. Had five rushing attempts for three yards, point six average. Uh, caught all three of his targets for 10 yards. Wild card rounds where he really ramped up uh, since week 18 was the first game back off IR. Uh, wild card round, 17 carries for 55 yards, 3.24 average. Caught one of two targets for 40 yards. Uh, good for an 11% target share there. Uh, in the divisional round, he had 24 carries for 48 yards. Good for a 2.0 average. Had two fumbles that he lost. We talked about this. He lost one at the goal line. If he was down, they were going to give it to him again, so he had a shot there. Uh, caught all three of his targets for 20 yards. Had an 8% target share. Conference championship, he had 13 carries for 48 yards. Good for a 3.69 average, which is pretty fucking good against San Francisco. Uh, caught his load target for two yards. That was good for a 2% target share. Um, so we're going to pay attention to this. We do kind of like running backs against uh, Cincinnati. Uh, we've talked about that. If you get a lone running back in there, uh, I think we definitely have to consider him, uh, specifically if it is Sony Michelle. Uh, you are getting the discount there. Um, so, I mean, if Cam Akers doesn't play, here's the thing. I don't think, even if they activate Daryl Henderson, I don't think they're going to get a lot of run out of him. Uh, I just don't see it. I'll, I'll have to feel that one out a little bit more. But I think this is really primarily going to be the Sony Michelle show uh, if Cam Akers cannot play. Now, I am expecting Cam Akers to play. So it's going to kind of, that would kind of be a pick your poison type deal. Um, Cam Akers certainly has done more with the receptions, which is what I'm kind of looking at. Um, they just haven't really seemed to want to run outside of that first week against Arizona. But I mean, they were pretty much running away with that game already. So they had 30 carries, 30, 32 carries because you got Jake Funk who had two. Uh, divisional round, they had 25 carries total. Then you had 23 carries in the conference championships. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I still probably like CJ Uzoma better. Uh, Cooper Cup. Okay, so 
here's the five-week terror, right? <clears throat> He's been terrorizing, actually, since the beginning of the year, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, so week 17 caught six to seven targets for 95 yards and a touchdown. That was good for a 20% target share. Week 18 caught all seven targets for 118 yards and a touchdown. That's a 22% target share. Wildcard round caught five to seven targets. This was his down game. 61 yards, mostly because they didn't need him. Uh, had a 39% target share. Divisional round caught nine of 11 targets for 183 yards and a touchdown. Did lose a fumble. Uh, had a 29% target share. In the conference championship, caught 11 of 14 targets, 142 yards, two touchdowns. Also had a carry for minus two yards. Uh, 31% target share. Next in line on that, I guess, hold on, we're, we're not going to do this. We're going we're gonna to go guy by guy here. We're not going to compare them quite yet. We'll compare them as we go. Uh, so Odell Beckham Jr., week 17, caught five of seven targets for 39 yards and a touchdown, had a 20% target share. So he matched Cooper Cup in week 17. In week 18, caught two of five targets for 18 yards. It was a very down game. Uh, 16% target share, so that's 6% less than Cup. In the wild card round, uh, caught all four of his targets for 54 yards and a touchdown. Good for a 22% target share. That's a 17% target share difference uh, from Cooper Cup. In the divisional round, caught six of eight targets for 69 yards, 21% target share. Uh, conference championships, caught nine of 11 targets for 113 yards. Good for a 24% target share. So the only one that's coming anywhere close right now is to Cooper Cup is Odell Beckham. Um, but, but Cooper Cup is still the main guy that we're pretty much going to look at, you know, in the LA Rams passing game, everybody's going to be looking at him. Uh, Van Jefferson week 17, he caught four or five targets for 63 yards. That was good for a 14% target share week. 18 caught two or three targets for 31 yards. That was a 9% target share Ooh, going the wrong way. Wildcard round caught. His lone target for 41 yards, good for a 6% target share. Divisional round caught two of three targets for 29 yards, good for an 8% target share. Uh, and then in the conference championships, which, I mean, he was targeted in the end zone, so we got that. But uh, caught two of five targets for nine yards, good for an 11% target share. So the two main guys are going to be Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham. Nobody's going to be looking at Van Jefferson whatsoever. And to be quite honest with you, I don't know if I can either. Now, I talked about uh, Ben Skolrinik. Um His last two weeks, basically, you know, week 17 and week 18, uh, he caught both of his targets in week 17 for 18 yards. Did not catch either target in week 18. Um, so that was 6% and a 6% target share in both of those. Uh, did not record any stats. In the wild card round or the divisional round at the conference championship, he had a lone target in the end zone that he dropped. Uh, it was good for a 2% target share. So, again, Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, or basically Cooper, it goes in order Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham, Van Jefferson. Now, if you use Van Jefferson, you're really trying to get off the radar. And 
against Eli Apple. I can see it. I can see it. The outside wide receivers had a lot of success, but like I said, they rotated. Um, Saw Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham load up on the other side uh, last week trying to get on Ambry over there, and they had a lot of success with it. So, fuck a doodle do. What are we going to do? Oh, I know. We can take a look at the tight end position. Is Tyler Higby going to play? <laughs> um, don't know yet. Uh, if Tyler Higby does not play, Kendall Blanton is definitely in play. Uh, we do like our tight ends against the Cincinnati Bengals. So, if Tyler Higby is not in there, Kendall Blanton really, I mean, you're not getting huge savings. You're not getting huge savings on FanDuel. They did this one correctly. Um, and even DK didn't do too bad by only have pricing Blanton $200 less than uh, Tyler Higby. But whomever is the starting tight end this upcoming week, um, there's one or two things that you can do. You can just pick one. You can either do Higby or Blanton, who had been on the roll, or you can make two lineups that are completely the same and just switch out uh, Higby and Blanton. Now, you save $5 over on on Yahoo going to Blanton. Um, but, I mean, if Higby's in there, if Higby's ready to go, and I'll be research- uh, keep researching that all through the week on whether or not he's going to play, if it's Higby, it's going to be Higby. Uh, week 17, he caught six and nine targets for 69 yards. Week 18, he caught six and eight targets for 55 yards and two touchdowns. That was San Francisco. That was why we wanted to attack him. Uh, wildcard round caught three or four targets for 46 yards. Divisional round caught four or seven targets for 51. Uh, and then was off to a nice start in the first quarter, caught two of three of his targets for 18 yards, and then he got hurt. Uh, Blanton did not had had not recorded any stats since week 15. Uh, basically his season total, he caught four of seven targets for 37 yards. Uh, but in the divisional round, he caught two, he caught both of his targets for 18 yards and a touchdown. Uh, and then in the conference championship, he caught all five of his targets for 57 yards. And they were looking for him down in the red zone, which was what was pissing me off because Higby really did start off with a bang. He was going to be the guy. And then we got hurt. Blanton came in. So, like I said, I think if Higby's in there, we're going Higby. You might get a lot of people drawn to Kendall Blanton. Um, just thinking, you know, with Higby coming off injury that he's not going to be, you know, rated, you know, really ready to go. But he, he's going to have two weeks off since he got hurt. So we'll keep monitoring it uh, and just go from there. You want to go through kickers? Do you want to go through kickers? All right. Last five weeks for Matt Gay. I'll go back. I'll do McPherson too. Uh, week 17, he was two for two. Uh, Matt Gay was two for two on his extra points, missed his lone field goal attempt. Week 18, he made all three extra points and made his lone field goal. In the wild card round, four extra points, or I should say, made all four of his extra points and made both of his field goals. Divisional round, uh, made all three of his extra points, made three of four field goals there. That was his really good game. Uh, Conference championship, 
made both of his extra points, made two of three field goals in that one. So they will use they will use Matt Gay, but they but Cincinnati's way more inclined to use their kicker. Um than uh the LA Rams. They just really are in terms of field goals. I mean if you look at McFear Evan McPherson now, um so week sixteen, seventeen he was he was hurt, I believe, in week eighteen, or they just didn't want to run him out for the last week. But uh week sixteen he made all five of his extra points, uh made two of three field goals. Uh week seventeen made all four extra points. Uh, made both of his field goals there. In the wild card round, he made both of his extra points, made f- all four of his field goals. Uh, divisional round made his lone extra point uh, and made all four of his field goals again. And then the conference championship made his lone extra point, made all four of his field goals. That can't be right, is it? Did he really? I'm going to go. I got to go back and fucking research this. Now I gotta now I gotta go fucking research it. Because that does not look right for whatever reason. And I'm wondering if I accidentally uh entered that in from a copy. But I don't think so. I think it actually is right. Do 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 Yeah, he made all four of his field goals. Fuck a doodle do. Fuck a doodle do. Just check division around here real quick. Oh, you know what? We got to check defenses first here anyway, so. Yeah, he was one one and four. Nice. Nice. All right, so let's take a look at these defenses real quick. Wild card round. We'll see what their statistics were. Because I didn't really write them down uh, all the way through. Um... So we'll start with the Bengals one against the Raiders. What did we have for statistics here? They recovered a fumble. They had three sacks, three QB hits. Not bad. Nine passes, pass defenses. Damn. Damn. Nice by the Bengals. Uh, let's see, Raider, do, 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 do. L.A. Rams, L.A. Rams, what did you do, L.A. Rams? I don't think they got any turnovers in that one. No fumble recoveries. Oh, had two interceptions. I think the Bengals had an interception on Derek Carr, too. Um, do, 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 do. L.A. Rams had two sacks, had five quarterback hits, and they had the touchdown. That's right. That was where the touchdown came from. Yeah, David Long had the three-yard interception. That's right. He threw that son of a bitch right out from the end zone. Idiot. Such a terrible fucking game. So, let's see here. Divisional round. We look at the Bengals. Bengals defense. No fumbles. Had three interceptions, one sack, five quarterback hits, five pass defenses. Hmm. The way that this ball, the, the ball, the way that the ball's been bouncing, 
it actually, I kind of like that pass defenses because you tip that ball, man. You tip that ball, get opportunities. Bengals have been taking advantage of those a lot this playoffs. Uh, so let's see. They intercepted Tom Brady and got a fumble. And I got a fumble recovery off of Brady. Uh, had two sacks, six tackle for losses, two pass defenses, eight quarterback hits. Ooh. Ooh. Those quarterback hits are adding up. Now let's see. Bengals against the Chiefs. We know that. They had two picks of Mahomes. Did not get a fumble recovery. They had four sacks, two tackle for losses, five passes defense, five QB hits. Oh, man, they're tearing up some offensive lines, man. Man, I wonder if maybe the better call is Bengals defense, huh? Huh? Jimmy Garoppolo with a terrible interception. There's no fumble, fumble recoveries. They didn't have any sacks against San Francisco. Four tackle for losses, seven passes defense, three quarterback hits. So, man, since he's been more consistent on defense, interesting. Interesting. And like I said, I think if any any quarterback makes more mistakes, it's probably Stafford over Joe Burrow, to be completely honest. Joe Burrow's been pretty careful with that football. I was pissed off about the interception the last week, but um, let's see here. Running backs. Let's see our snap percentages, huh? Offensive snap rate. So Joe Mixon had a 75% snap rate. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan had a 25%. Uh, can we do this by team? Thanks. Uh, let's see. Chris Evans did not have any. L.A. Rams, you had Sony Michelle had a 57% offensive snap rate. Um, Cam Akers had a 39%. Part of that could be that he was in the locker room. Jake Funk had 4%. Interesting. So Michelle, that was last week, right? Yeah, we need to look at this week to week. Come on here. So let's go back to the wild card round first. We're going to go back to the wild card round. Let's see what we got here. So wild card round, you had 77% Joe Mixon, 21% P. Ryan. Chris Evans, 5%. That's neither here nor there. L.A. Rams in the wild card, 53% for Cam Akers, 40% for Sony Michelle, 70% for Jake Funk. This is the one that's really the Cam Akers, Sony Michelle. I want to watch to see if this slowly flips. Um, so let's go to week 20. <sighs> it takes a while for it to load up. My bad. All right. So now Joe Mixon the next week, 72 to 22%. Uh, versus Mixon versus P. Ryan, 6% for Chris Evans. So that's staying pretty consistent. I don't know if we can do P. Ryan. I think a lot of people are going to go P. Ryan. Uh-huh. Now, see, 
in that divisional round, it was 81% snap share for Cam Akers, 19% for Sony Michelle. And I think that bared out in the stats. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big. Oh, yeah. Very big disparage. discrepancy. And then again, 21, just so we're consistent. Now that I figured it out. Yeah, again, Joe Mixon, 75%. P. Ryan, 25%. That's 52 offensive snaps uh, compared to 17. And part of that is because P. Ryan does play on special teams. But Chris Evans is pretty much the returner. L.A. Rams, yeah, and then you had Sonny Michelle, 57%, 39% for Cam Akers, 4% for uh, Funk. Let's take a look. Let's take a look at our wide receivers real quick. Start at the wild card round. Wild card round. Okay, so Jamar Chase played 94%. Tyler Boyd, 98%. Or 90%. T. Higgins, 89%. Still played a lot, but didn't get a lot of targets. Michael Thomas, 8%. Or Mike Thomas, I should say. My bad. Um, L.A. Rams. Cooper Cup, 100%. Van Jefferson, 65%. Odell Beckham, 67%. Uh... Ben Skoranek, uh, 12%. Brandon Powell, zero, 0. Let's see if those changed. I bet you Beckham. Beckham's got to be picked, picking up the next two weeks, I would think. Uh, Cincinnati, Jamar Chase, 98. Higgins, 95. Tyler Boyd, 91. So they are staying in the three... You know, for the most part, the three wide wide sets, at least through the second week. L.A. Rams had five on there. Cooper Cup, 100%. Oh, see, Odell Beckham, 92. Van Jefferson, 90%. Uh, Skoranek, 88%. Or had 8%. I stuttered. Sounded like 88. At least in my head. I heard it through my headphones. All right, so then we get the conference championships, and you see 99% for Chase, 87% for Higgins, 70% for Tyler Boyd. So they went to more two. Bet you, I bet you Drew Sample was on the field more, I bet. I wonder. Then you had 3% for Mike Taylor. Trent Taylor was on the field for 1%. Not including special teams. Uh, then if we look at L.A. Rams, Cooper Cup, 100% of the snaps. It should always be 100%, I would think. Um, Van Jefferson was actually second with 87%. Odell Beckham was 86 Skoranek went 27 Interesting. 70... 27%. Huh. Huh. What was the total snap? 
Oh, I guess I could have just looked at Cooper Cup, 77%. So he must have been coming in 10 and 11. He played the other 10 for Van Jefferson, and then he played the other 11 for Odell Beckham. Interesting. Huh. I just don't see him doing it again. Too tight of a game, in my opinion, I would think, for Ben Skoranek. <laughs> Let's check our tight ends here. So wild card round. Uzoma played 84%. Drew Sample, 31 Mitchell Wilcox, 2%. Okay, L.A. Rams, 100% for... Holy shit, Tyler Higby played 100% of the offensive snaps in, in there? Wow, they went to two tight end every so often. Uh, Kendall Blanton saw 20% snap share. Uh, Bryson Hopkins, 18%. Oof. Wow, Bryson Hopkins actually got in the field. I didn't notice that. Interesting. Interesting. All right, so now we look at the divisional round. Let's see here. Uzoma, 83%. Drew Sample, 27%. So part of the time, they were on the field together. Uh, let's see. So this is the Tampa game. So this is the Kendall, Bl Kendall Blanton touchdown game. 97% snap share for Tyler Higby. 11% snap share for Kendall Blanton. Bryson Hopkins, 1%. He had one snap. Interesting. So Blanton did it with very limited snaps. Got that touchdown. Uh, last but not least, conference championship rounds. Uh, let's see. Drew Sample saw 90%, 26% for Mitchell Wilcox. So Sample was out there. Interesting. Now you saw the snap share kind of go down for Tyler Boyd in this game. Drew Sample... Really went up, and then Wilcox had 26%. He saw 18, 18 snaps, 62 snaps for sample. Interesting. But he just didn't do anything with it. Huh. Uh, and then for LA Rams, Kendall Blanton saw 79% of the snaps. So uh, if Higby is out, of course, it is 100% Blanton. Uh, Higby saw 18% of the offensive snaps, so... Blanton doing everything that he can with the opportunities that he gets. <sighs> so, Blanton might still be in play even if Higby is on there. Interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. So, yeah, that was pretty much uh, what I kind of wanted to get out kind of do get out there um maybe you picked up something out of there maybe you didn't again next couple days are going to be uh, dealing with the betting looking at prop bets looking at team bets um point holes and stuff like that uh, i think we'll start with FanDuel tomorrow or on wednesday and then we'll do uh draft over on or 
Jesus Christ. I keep forgetting I'm a day ahead on the podcast. FanDuel on Tuesday. DraftKings on Wednesday. Then we're going to start our lineup building on Thursday and just kind of take a look and see what fits. Um, So, yeah. So we're moving along. We're doing this nice and slow. Nice and slow. Got nice, happy little trees. We're painting some nice, happy little trees. But, um, yeah, I hope you got something kind of kind of something out of it. There's some curious stuff in there. Um, definitely for sure. I mean, you can see that you can see that Tyler Boyd's kind of been phased out in the playoffs. Now, does that make it a contrarian or a stupid play if you use him in the Super Bowl? Kind of talked about it yesterday. Jalen Ramsey hasn't really been covering the wide receiver ones, so um, I wonder if he's going to be if the Rams are going to be stupid enough to just kind of let him uh, cover in the slot and just play that center field role that we've talked about. I told you I'm not with the LA Rams Packer game. I told you I'm not scared of the LA Rams defense. It's just whether or not you believe that that offensive line can keep it together, can just keep it together. But with the stats that we kind of saw the last few weeks in the playoffs, Cincinnati might be able to pull his shit off. Fuck. Maybe that's the way to go. Who knows? Any which way, FanDuel tomorrow. Everybody take care.